Hello, this is Michelle Lindsay, and today we're going to talk about God is peace. Just as before, I want to remind each of us that love expresses itself through peace. Imagine in Jesus' time when the Roman soldiers wore sandals. Those sandals had metal hobnobs on the bottom. So when they would line up in a battalion and start marching across those brick or rock roads, what noise it made. Priscilla Shire, in her study on the armor of God, said that when we walk together in unity and line up and walk across And I imagine those streets of gold in heaven because that's where we are seated with God. When we march across those streets of gold, imagine the noise we make. And she said, when we stand arm in arm, marching together, just as those Roman soldiers did, and we make such a noise of unity and of love that those sandals of peace we have on from Ephesians 6.15 make such noise that the enemy of our souls trembles. That to me is the best sound and it's the best picture I can draw of peace. We want the enemy to tremble because when we do not have peace, we tremble. We walk in fear. We walk in turmoil. We are troubled. We lose our courage. And that's not who we are. In Romans 16.20, it says, And the God of peace will swiftly pound Satan to a pulp under our feet. And the wonderful favor of our Lord Jesus will surround us. As I was thinking about peace, I realized that I have looked in the wrong places for peace. I was expecting a feeling, an emotion, and that's not necessarily what that is. We can have a calm. My sister recently was going through something, and I just knew that she had to be in such turmoil and such fear. But as I talked to her, she talked so soundly and with a with a mind of in a plan and her thoughts were clear. And I thought she has the peace of God. And it's just amazing to experience that. Peace is the absence of turmoil, obsession, worry, and inner war. Due to the trauma in my life, I don't always recognize my feelings. And sometimes that hurts people because even if they come to me with a great, uh, experience in their life or a great event that is happening, sometimes I don't always respond uh, in the way that they would think. And they wonder, why didn't she respond right? You know, like get all excited and and jump up and down. And and, uh, it's because I have suppressed my feelings from trauma. And um, it's just until later that I realize that, you know, oh, you know, why didn't I feel excited or or when somebody hurt me? Why didn't I feel the pain, you know, that others uh, talk about or somebody may come up and say, I know that must have hurt you. And I'm thinking, well, I didn't feel that. That's what happens when we go through trauma. We suppress our feelings and then we don't even realize, you know, what situations do to us.
But as I started serving the Lord, even now, as I continue to serve the Lord, as I continue to pray and read his word, spend time with him, as I continue to surround myself with Christian friends and and listen to their testimonies, I've realized that that lack of feeling, that lack of emotion are strongholds in my life. And strongholds are just something that we, when we don't uh, go to the Lord with something and instead we try to deal with it ourselves and, and we say, you know, they don't even know me. And um, we get all upset if we're misjudged or, uh, you know, we're taken the wrong way. Uh, you know, I'm never going to talk to them again, or I'm just not going to deal with this anymore, or I'm just not going to feel about, think about it anymore. Well, we start building strongholds because that's impossible. Because the next time we go through something, we start in our mind, running it over and over and over. I should have said this and I should have done that. Or why didn't I just rise up and, you know, run away or something? Why didn't I just respond? And um, it's because we've built strongholds in our life and we're hiding behind a wall. And as I began again to give those things to the Lord and say, Lord, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to give all of these things to you. I want you to deal with them. I want to be free. I began to realize that peace is the absence of turmoil, the inner war, because I began to respond differently. The Lord said, yes, I'll take those things and I'll give you more of me. And when I started experiencing uh, traumatic situations or... um, you know, things coming against me, I didn't start fearing. I didn't start worrying. I just thought, Lord, you're going to take care of it. And then I realized, hey, for me, this is what peace is. Peace is I'm not afraid. I'm not running here and there and everywhere trying to find um, relief. Sometimes we find relief by talking to others. And if we talk to Christian friends, that's a great thing because they may give us a word of the Lord. You know, they may quote a scripture that helps us. They may tell us their testimony and that helps us. But it doesn't keep us necessarily because it is in the end, it is God that we need to run to. It is him that we need to run to and give everything because only he knows us completely. We are such complex beings that we don't even know ourselves sometimes. And we need to run to God and say, Lord, I don't quite understand this. You know, um, my friend said this, and I've tried to stand on that, but it it doesn't always help all the way. It doesn't always give me complete freedom. I still want to worry about it. I still want to think, well, maybe this or maybe that. Sometimes I still just want to run and go shopping or run and play games or just get away somehow and not think about anything. But that's not what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to be courageous and deal with it and get it through and get it over with and go on about serving Him and about helping others. The lack of peace, the lack of joy, the lack of being kind, these are all distractions to keep us from our purpose. Our purpose is to serve God And in serving God, we represent him to others. So all of these things are distractions. So he wants us to get free, to understand that he is good, to understand we can walk in the fruit of the Spirit and 
walk in peace and overcome if we just bring it all to him. So I want to encourage you today to do just that. He is our protector. He is our defender. If you've been misjudged, if you've been misunderstood, take it to him. Corey Tim Boom said, someone was slandering her. They were talking about her and, and what they were saying was not true. And she was so upset. She was just in a rage. Lord, I just can't believe they're saying this about me. I can't believe what they're talking about. It's just all wrong. And I don't, I don't like it. And she just really wanted to deal with it. And the Lord told her, what about this? What if they knew this about you that you really have done? And she said, oh, yeah, Lord, let them go on and talk. It's better them talk about things that aren't true than if they knew the things that I've really done and then begin to talk about that. But the Lord is our defender and he is our protector. And, you know, he stood before all of those that were persecuting him, that were lying about him, that put him on the cross Although he did it himself for us, he's the one that put himself up on the cross. I mean, he was God. He could have stopped it. But he stood before all of them, and he never said a word in his defense. And I told him the other day, Lord, that's where I want to be. I want to be where I don't defend myself. Even in my mind, and, and, you know, after I said that, of course, I had an experience where I wanted to rise up and say, what? you know, and, and tell them the truth. And and I felt like the Lord said, just don't say anything. Just let me take care of it. And don't be distracted by, by this or anything else. Just go on and let me be good to you and love you and take care of you and just do for me. He wants us to represent him well. I've just ro- watched a movie, Beyond the Wrath, I believe, or before the wrath. And it was saying that the those that are not Christians are looking at us and they're, they're not even tempted to become Christians because we are not walking in unity. We have all these differences about theology. We have all these differences about what we think the word means. And, and uh, you know, it was about the rapture. And there's so many different things about the rapture that people believe. and But in the end, they said, and it was written by Kevin Sorbo, they said, you know, even Jesus doesn't know the time. Even Jesus is waiting on pins and needles to come for his bride, us. But he doesn't know. It's only until the father says, son, it's time to go get her, that he will know. And so bottom line is no one knows when the rapture is going to be. But if we could walk in unity again, unity brings peace. Unity brings peace. We don't always have to be right. We don't always have to agree. We don't even have to go to the same church, but we can respect each other. We can respect the fact that we all, our chief cornerstone is Jesus. We can respect that fact. We can respect the fact that Jesus says to walk in love, expressing itself through joy and peace, goodness, gentleness, kindness, meekness, temperance, and long-suffering. We can respect the fact that he tells us to be generous to all. 
we can respect each other, even if we don't flow in the same streams. But every stream flows into the same body of water eventually. So I encourage you today to go to the Lord with all your fears, to go to the Lord with your troubled heart, and to find courage to stand, to go to the Lord when you want to run away from a situation because you'll never find peace there. It's only in going to the Lord that you will find peace. It's only in laying those things at his feet and saying, Lord, I'm going to trust you to take care of these things. I guarantee you he's going to take care of them. It may take longer than what we want, but each day lay it at his feet. Lord, no, I'm not going to be distracted by this. I'm going to lay it at your feet. I'm going to lay it at your feet. So today, I pray that you will be at peace. I pray, according to John 14, 27, what the Lord said when he was leaving. I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace, not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. Again, study that this month, John 14, 27. Don't run to the fragile peace that the world offers. What peace is that? It could be shopping. It could be games. It could be some form of addiction. Don't run to the fragile peace the world offers. Instead, be courageous. Be courageous. Be courageous. I encourage you to look up on YouTube these songs for worship this month. Peace in Christ by Rian Crosby and Dad. Peace by Bethel Music. Give Me Your Peace by Gateway Worship. For a deeper study on peace, I encourage you to look up Priscilla Shire's Armor of God. And remember, you are loved. And I pray over the storms in your life as Jesus decreed to the storm. Peace be still. Next month, we will study God is Patient. And if you can, look up scriptures on peace and meditate on them. They will sink deep into your soul and help you to realize God's peace.